0: What's up,
1: lady ballers? Welcome back. We're soccer
2: props, and it's game time. Lady ballers, what's up?
1: We're <laughs> lady, back. Lady ballers. Lady ballers. How you guys doing?
2: I, I, I'm good. How are you guys?
1: Good.
0: It's hot, guys. It's so hot outside.
1: Uh, it's hot inside for me.
0: <laughs> oh, no AC. No
1: AC, baby. <laughs>
0: I got. I think. I think people that grew up that way like have a, an extra level of toughness to them. I think.
1: Yeah, I think you're right. It, maybe it helped me with soccer because, like, I've just never gotten away from it.
2: <laughs> it's honestly so true though, because I grew up with my mom blasting AC constantly, and I can't handle the heat. So it's definitely that. And you
1: know what's so funny? Like, I remember going to your apartment and being freezing. Like, I couldn't handle yeah. the AC because I was like, "It's too cold. It's like winter in here." <laughs>
2: So who's
1: tougher? The person that can handle the heat or the person that can handle the heat? The person that can handle the heat. Uh, Easy, easy answer. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it's so hot. Like, even everything in my freezer is just melting.
0: (laughs) Wait, so real real question. Do you have a harder time playing soccer in a really hot game in the summer or a freezing game in the winter? Freezing. Because I have a harder time in the freezing cold.
1: Yeah, definitely. For sure. I feel like your you body can't you, move.
0: Oh my god! Yeah. it's awful.
2: You you feel so stiff, and like you, when you can't feel your toes, that is just it's like game over. And when you
1: hit the ball and it hurts, like like no matter what, like when you it try and your shoot it, skin. I feel like when we were trying to film videos in the in the winter, it was so painful to try and like take shots. Oh, god. I'm like, how are people still playing? <laughs>
2: yeah, I don't it know. It was pain. It was painful trying to ship out of the garage in the freezing <laughs> cold winter. <laughs>
1: So true.
0: Well, I was going to say opposite of winter, we are here talking about <laughs> preseason, which for most people on Earth, right, happens in a in a hot month. Yes, I believe. Yes.
1: Yep. Well, for Rough college, times. I guess high school, it depends where you're where you are, because summer, That's spring. True. But um, yes, usually it's hot. I feel like when you think of preseason, you think of very very hot, right? For us, at least,
0: I know in my head that's what's burned into my brain. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, and
2: a lot, a lot of you lady ballers may or may not have a preseason right now, which is kind of crazy. So weird. But, um, we put out like that little poll box today, and people are saying either their season was canceled already, or that they are having a pushback preseason, or they're currently there. So everyone's kind of all on a different page at this point, right?
1: So crazy. I, and I I would at least just want to know if the delay is true or not. Like, if it keeps getting pushed back, that's so frustrating.
0: Like, just, well, so, just give me the real answer. <laughs> I mean, what I'm hearing and what a lot of people are doing is trying to cram their season in now because they're expecting this to happen all over again in the winter.
1: But high school, you mean, or college?
0: Uh, like travel teams.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, like, the preseason part, though.
0: Oh, a lot have been canceled around here. Na- like Nassau County canceled fall sports. I'm pretty sure.
1: Yeah, like I know yeah. most colleges are not gonna have it, which is nuts.
2: Did you guys see? One girl had told us that she, um, her season was canceled, and it's pushed back till February of next year. Yeah,
1: yeah so I, was I believe gonna
0: say, it. A lot are gonna do seasons with lacrosse, like at the same time, which mm-hmm. I don't know how some people and like how some schools are gonna do that, but they're gonna try. They're gonna need an extra oh,
2: actually, field. I- I feel bad for the multi-sport athletes, you know, like in high school at least, the ones that always would, you know, play the different different sports in the different seasons, but I guess they'll be lucky if they can play at all, Yeah, we have to be appreciative of that. Yeah,
1: that's very true. Also, like, imagine if, I'm curious if colleges aren't having classes, then do the athletes still go?
2: It's so weird. It's just a
1: time of uncertainty, but it it definitely makes you appreciate pre-season more, like, Looking back, I would have loved to have it canceled in my head, but now thinking about it, it was just such a good like a time for like bonding and growth and like seeing how far you could push yourselves. So, I Isn't feel like there's a new so appreciation. Funny
2: yeah. That's so funny how that happens. Like, I actually feel bad for people who have canceled preseason. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> but but back I, then, I would have done anything to have it canceled.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Would have loved to have it canceled, but I guess it means if it's can- if the preseason's canceled, then most likely your season is canceled. Oh, yeah. So, it goes hand in hand, I guess, but just weird. Stinky. I
2: know, and I feel like the only advice you can give a player right now is to take it week by week because I think that everything could change in, in a week. Yeah. Like, they probably will be, you know, they'll be told about updates two weeks in advance, I'm sure, of, like, what's going on. And it's kind of crazy, but that's, that's the world we live in right now, so.
1: Very crazy. Ugh. But, yeah. yeah, so a lot of people um, – that responded on Instagram just said they were having like a lack of motivation because they just didn't know what was going on. But like you just said, you ca- you have to take it week by week. You can't be unmotivated by the uncertainty. You just have to keep pushing through and doing what you can on your own or whether you're, you know, doing some sort of practice with your team, whatever, like you just have to keep motivating yourself, which I know it's easier said than done, but you don't want to sit on your couch for, you know, the next three months.
2: I know, and actually, like, the fitness part of it is so great at home, because you actually do, you will have the time to work on it, and that's something you can do without having other people with you, and also, just social distancing, um, fitness with friends as well, like, if you do the beep test at a field, you know, like, you don't necessarily have to be on top, on top of each other, you can spread out, and socialize to an extent, (laughs) which I'm sure players are doing now, but, um... I feel like the preseason thing, like it, you can stay fit while you're at home. Like that shouldn't be something that scares people.
0: All right. So whether your preseason is happening now, and you're in the middle of it, or it's going to happen in two weeks, or it's going to happen in the beginning of next year, there is no escaping preseason. It's going <laughs> to happen one way or another. So
1: at some point, out. you're going to be in it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, for sure. There's no running. You can you can maybe <laughs> miss it for a season, but that is just about it. Yeah. Uh, so we we've got some tips from our book, The Lady Baller's Guide to Life, uh, about kind of like tryouts and preseason and just how to handle the whole thing, because guys, it is like the craziest time ever. It's so stressful.
1: (laughs) It really is. It it
2: is. So let's start with the uh, preparation due.
1: Well, let's read the definition Uh, first, Carl.
2: Oh, yes. Let's do that first. For those of you guys who don't know what preseason is by now, (laughs) (laughs) it's a noun, and it's when you're it's an excessively sweaty period of two to four weeks when athletes cut their summer short to reunite for rigorous training workouts and whole new level of soreness and hunger that they didn't even know were possible. And one experience one one may experience pressure to get into the most fit and technical shape possible leading into the regular season. Players call it <laughs> hell on earth with a side of pasta parties, and coaches call it the most wonderful time of the year. <laughs> okay, that's
1: so accurate. So really accurate. Is. So much pasta. <laughs> I, would, like,
2: look, I would so look forward to all the food that we would... Like be served after yep. practices and stuff. Oh my god! Oh my god! Pasta
1: and pain.
0: That's <laughs> what preseason
1: does. That
0: should be like our album title. <laughs> yeah,
1: we could we can definitely make fans. songs like that. Okay, we're doing it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's go to preparation dues. The first one: summer training is crucial for college soccer players. Not only is the off season spectacularly short. But preseason occurs in the hottest, most brutal month known to womankind. The summer is your time to make sure you survive preseason. Remember that every time you want to cancel a training session, finish a weightlifting session early, cut short your run, ignore your technical work, there's an opponent or even a teammate who refuses to quit.
0: I feel like if you keep that little thought in the back of your mind always, it could continually like, encourage you to keep going, to keep doing things, because that would make, that makes me paranoid thinking about that.
1: I agree with the opponent thing, but, yeah, I feel like if you go in and you feel like your teammates were doing so much more work than you, it's kind of intimidating. Like, you don't want to go in being the one who isn't fit or didn't practice all, you know, summer, was laying on the beach for the whole summer, and then get there and regret it, which I feel like you do right away if that happens. Like, the first day, you're like, oh, no. You know? Hey.
2: Guys, you know what I just realized? What? You... You train for preseason, and then preseason is training for the season. <laughs> so is this pre season
0: training? Yeah, heck yeah, it's. Riley. And I—that's ri- th- <laughs> so funny. Riley and I used to call it pre-preseason, then preseason, then actual season, then pre season like when you're still training hard but it isn't <laughs> actually the after season. <laughs> then postseason, <laughs> then off season.
1: And there's no off-season. maybe
0: rest. Well, I. it's so funny. I always called off-season when we had our spring season games, which is insane. <laughs> that's funny.
2: Honestly, we need to make a little meme about that because it's so true. Like, there's never truly a time when, like, pe- soccer players feel like they're off. I was
1: thinking but you should make a just, t-shirt that said that, no off-season.
2: Yeah. Uh, honestly, that's great. And it just, it, it was so funny. I just had an epiphany. I'm like, wow, people must think that, like, preseason is the time, like, you get fit for the season, which it is, but you have to come in being able to pass your fitness tests. Yeah. And, I, the beginning of pre-season. and I think
1: that's something that freshmen the most struggle with. They don't realize that you really have to put in all that work before you get there.
2: Yep. That actually goes right into the next point, Shannon. Um, preparation dues. Look over your fitness packet that your conditioning coach sent your way. Um even if it isn't mandatory, use it as guidance to familiarize yourself with the workouts and exercises. If you haven't been given a fitness test packet, ask the coach, conditioning coach, or older teammates for recommendations to get preseason ready. Um, side note, I thank God for my sister because she played and she was older, and she helped me so much with that. Um, and then get those fitness sessions going, girl, especially in the weight room. Freshman year preseason will be much less of a shock to the body if you were prepared. Plus practice and games are always more fun when you can breathe.
0: <laughs> Amen to that.
1: <laughs> so true.
2: But isn't yeah. it so funny?
0: I remember the first time getting the uh preseason packet and it it was like it might as well have been written in another language.
1: It was outdated when we first got there.
0: And it was photocopied so many times that it was like <laughs> dull
1: <laughs> Yeah. Get- Shannon,
2: did you, you tell tell them that you trained beforehand because you you were a great example of this.
1: Oh yeah, well I went up during my like official visit and actually took like trained with the um like the Fairfield uh, trainer and he kicked my butt so bad like I almost passed out and I was like okay I need to start <laughs> lifting, so I actually went to Hofstra and their um their lifting coach trained me for the summer so it was so nice because I went and I was not like. You know, I knew what to expect from it, and I was not as sore as I think other people who, like, never lifted was. So I would definitely recommend getting some sort of strength and conditioning program on your own or with someone because it will make a huge difference.
0: Yeah, I'm, like, such definitely. a I'm such a believer that, like, you shouldn't have to be in pain, right, to know that you're yep. training the right way. But, but if you have never experienced soreness from lifting before going to college, it is going to hit you. Hard. It
2: will wake you up in the middle
1: of the night. It literally will.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Well so then our next uh point is come into preseason ready to pass fitness tests. There should be no surprises here. If you're lucky, you'll know ahead of time what those tests are and what numbers will be considered passing. Side note, if you don't know what tests you have, because I remember not knowing what (laughs) tests you are going to have going into preseason, it was the scariest thing of my life. Oh, God. So try to to find out, right? It's hard if you switch between coaches, but if you find Mm -hmm. a teammate having a hard time training alone, oh, if you find yourself having a hard time training alone, grab a teammate or a friend or even your mom and ask them to time (laughs) you or join you during your workouts. The best thing about playing... The most popular sport on the planet is that you're never alone.
1: I can't tell you how many fights and tears I had with my mom um, doing my uh, mile time.
0: Really? Really I,
1: really, I could have done it on my own, but I took out my frustration of not being able to do sub-six on her. So, I'm, <laughs> mom, if, mom, if you're listening, which I know you are, I'm sorry.
2: So Very Faye. <laughs> She probably, like, brought you there, like, packed your snacks and your drinks.
1: <laughs> Wiped my <with> tears. <laughs> but Did- that's, what
2: pe- that's, what, that's what, you know, everyone does that. You lash out at the people who care about you the most.
1: It's true. But didn't you guys feel like, I don't know if you guys had, like, um, summer jobs. I would always end up being able to only, like, do my fitness test training, like, in the middle of the day when it was, like, the oh, hottest. God.
2: That's
1: yep. Rough. <laughs> right? <Yeah. laughs>
2: I, so I worked at Bed Bath & Beyond for like four <laughs> For one, for one 100%. month. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I literally worked there for one month, and then as soon as soccer on props came about, I was like, peace. <laughs> that is so funny. I literally couldn't do it. I was standing all day, and then by the time it, like you said, by the time I got out, I couldn't go for a run. Like, I physically was exhausted, and it ma- it puts things into perspective for people who are constantly working, like while being student athletes, because it's, it's hard. It's, it takes a toll on your body and you have to, you know, like, it's almost like you have to get up super early to get it in before you start your day. Yeah. That's
0: so true. And I, this is so true to the point is like that everyone, all athletes have some sort of fitness test. I remember uh, the summers before going to uh, college, I used to get together with like a bunch of people who were athletes from all different sports. Like we had lacrosse girls, soccer girls, football guys, lacrosse guys like at people from all different sports and we would just meet every day and take turns taking each other's fitness tests That's for the cool. whole summer oh my god we did it every single day we actually did it really early in the morning but it was awesome because i had experience doing every type of fitness test known to mankind <laughs> and then that it's so awesome. and it's so much easier doing it with people that like just with, with people in general yeah definitely
2: <laughs> yeah but you brought up such a good point that there are some people who just don't know what the fitness tests are. Like, I didn't really know what a 300 test was and stuff like that. But sneak peek to the, I mean, um, little, um, uh, what do you call it, project that we're working on is to help Lady Ballers know what fitness tests are and what you know how to be prepared for it. So stay tuned for that coming out yes. pretty soon. Um but anyway, okay, so the next preparation do is to break in those new cleats before you go. So play in them, running them, wear them everywhere. It's not like you're saving your new white sneakers for the first day of school. Literally do anything, even shower in them. We promise it works. Just don't walk around on your on the hardwood floors, otherwise mom will be pissed. If you open that cleat box on day one of preseason, you'll most likely shred your feet with blisters by forcing them in cleats for six hours a day. And please do not ignore this tip, guys. <laughs> so many That's girls
1: fun on fun. our team did that. So many yeah. of the girls on our team would get new cleats and from uh, soccer and rugby and wear them. And I was like, you guys are insane. You're gonna, oh, your feet are gonna God. kill.
0: Because I was so excited to get the new... I didn't want that. (laughs) The first season, I take you to the store, you get to pick out a pair of cleats. You get a discount. I I was like, sweet, let me slap these puppies on. I'm playing (laughs) them for... Three practices in one day. Oh, my God. I never did that again after that, ever. Did you
1: just lose all the skin on the bottom of your feet? I, I had
0: I had blisters that genuinely were so debilitating. I consider myself a decently tough person. I, they were so painful that um. I, I literally had to leave practice and go to the training room one day because I, like, oh, something. There's so, oh, so many blisters. It was so bad. That Learn that the hard way.
1: Learn from us, guys. <laughs> okay, the next point. Work out early in the morning or... And or later in the evening because of the heat. Take care of your body before and more importantly after training. Hydrate, roll out, stretch, and put your legs up. Trust us, your body will thank you. Kind of funny we just touched on that. But yeah, I mean, no matter what time you train, make sure that you're, you're taking care of yourself after and doing the right things. And I know, like, some people want to just, like, finish training and then go to the beach or hang out with their friends. Just make sure you're still doing the things that will help you stay ahead of the game and stay healthy.
2: Yeah, and also about that, like, there's a lot of people who say, you know, I don't have time for this, I don't have time, but, like, if you make it a priority, you can make mm-hmm. time, and getting up and getting it done at 6 in the morning is, like, the best feeling ever, because you feel so good the rest of the day. So, okay. if you're a morning person, of course, like, you could do it whenever time, but you can make time if it's a priority. And well, if you're awesome. going to be a
1: soccer player, you're going to have to become a morning person, <laughs> or <Yeah>. fake it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and that kind of that kind of brings us into the next point, too. Uh, Get creative on vacation. Beach runs, swimming, frisbee, hiking. We know it's your summer. Of course you can relax and should relax with your family. Just be sure not to let it distract you completely from what you've been working so hard for. Do whatever you can to stay active when you're away from your normal routine. And that's, like, so true. Because I remember, like, I used to, maybe I'd go to Florida with my family, and I would feel like I lost a a week of progress. Like, it would almost stress me out while I was on vacation. (laughs) Instead of just taking an hour... And going for a run or taking an hour and doing some mobility work. I just let it all go to shit during vacation. So.
2: <laughs> yeah, it- it's a great example though because so many people travel, well maybe not now, but travel for the summer um, on random vacations and they feel like they have to beat their body down constantly. But like, we, like we've like we been saying recently, like it's kind of nice to give your body that break and you're not going to lose your fitness. Just get right back into it when you can or, you know. To do it the way that you can.
1: Yeah, I used to love um, going for beach runs and then just, like, coming back and being able to, like, enjoy the day without feeling, like, stressed about it.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, beach runs are hard, too.
1: Yeah, they're great.
2: Um, okay, next one. Keep playing on a team if your area has one. So spend time getting touches on the ball or go down to a field nearby and find a pickup game. Side note there are a- oh, we even wrote that. There are apps for this. <laughs> so if all else fails, who says you can't take a bunch of balls and cones to the local high school turf and work on the aspect an aspect of, of your game by yourself? This is so true. Like it's there's there's so many resources now where you can meet up with people that you don't know to play. And chances are, you know, like as the phases for COVID, you know, starting going um, To three and four like hopefully you guys can go and play with other teams in the
0: area you'd be amazed how many friends you make just by going to a park with a ball like all the time Mm -hmm. if i'm there there will be a random guy that will ask if i want to shoot or like play goalkeeper and shoot so it's you guys you guys can find people to train with it's not as hard as you would think it is Mm
2: -hmm. Mm -hmm. love it
1: Listen to your body and give yourself rest. Rest is one of the most undervalued aspects of an athlete's life. We are wired to push ourselves and test our limits at all costs. However, this often means we play through pain and soreness to the point of doing more harm than good. Too much pain or soreness can be signs that you might be overtraining. If you have a nagging injury or feel like you got a subpar night's sleep, sometimes a day of rest is the best thing you can do for your training. It allows you to come back fully charged for a purposeful workout. Yes, I wish I did this (laughs) because I feel like people definitely don't listen to their bodies as much as they are supposed to, especially when you feel like you need to get the training in. But there are days when you just have to go lighter on it or take a day off.
2: Absolutely. And I actually, I always tell clients this, but people don't, or or we all don't realize that, when you're working out it's very catabolic it's breaking your body down and in a good way it's a good stress but if you're constantly doing it you're not giving your body enough time to build back up so you want to have your rest days and focus on rolling out and walking because it's anabolic it's helping you build back your muscles and like get you fitter so like actually sometimes doing less is is doing more for your body which is really eye opening and it is for me at least when i learned that
0: Definitely. And I think that when we actually do give ourselves a day of rest in a week, like the next session is usually such a good one and so much, it's such a higher quality session because we're not feeling like garbage before we even start. Yes. Which I guess moves us into our preparation don'ts. So now these are things we suggest you don't do when preparing <laughs> for preseason. <laughs> don't lose sight of your goals. We understand it's summertime and you're in relaxation nation, but you have made a commitment. This doesn't mean this doesn't mean that you can't be involved in fun activities and relaxation. Just make just make sure you remember that every amount of backwards progress you do for your body today will be something you have to make up for tomorrow. So, like we're saying, if you are partying hard over the break or over summer, right, or if you're taking long, prolonged periods of times and, and kind of pushing soccer to the side or fitness to the side and hoping that you can just cram in the last few weeks leading up, that's probably not going to be the best way to get prepared. A lot of I knew a lot of crammers, like you guys did too, right? Like people that would just go ham like two weeks before we were supposed to go to preseason and think that that was going to yeah totally them. yeah and
2: it, it's usually like the time you need to be tapering down yes <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: literally <laughs> it's like it's like how i would take finals i would just study for three hours really hard before and then do awful
2: <laughs> and then get a three on your math test uh, yeah just exactly <laughs> um okay preparation don'ts don't make excuses If there's one thing coaches don't want to hear, it's that you didn't have time to prep for preseason. Never say that. Yeah. Or that you're suddenly injured. Also, never say that. (laughs) (laughs) There isn't a faster way for a coach to lose respect for you than by coming into preseason unprepared and with excuses. So if you're truly passionate about playing college soccer, you will do what is expected of you. Few things in life compare to being part of something bigger than yourself, like being on a college soccer team. And when you prepare yourself mentally and physically, preseason isn't so torturous anymore. You will excel and exceed expectations, and guess what? If you adequately prepare and stay motivated, you may even have a starting position as a freshman. Get it, girl. Thank us later. (laughs) (laughs) So was like the biggest excuse maker ever like with all growing up I just felt like I was just always making an excuse for why I wasn't doing things and I wasn't accountable um, and I definitely feel like college helped me become more accountable and to be better about that so that's something that I wish I did more of back then
0: yeah right like I feel like you could maybe get away with the excuses in high school but they, no one's taking your excuses at the college
2: level, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, especially also, your coach yeah. and and your teammates. They, they don't want to hear that when they are putting in the work too, you know?
2: Exactly. I feel like, though, it's a thing of maturity. Like, mm-hmm. you just have to be – you know what I mean? Like, it's pretty immature if someone's making an excuse. Right. Because they are just not, like, coming to terms with that they're wrong or to reality. So I definitely think – Whatever you tell yourself or you don't tell yourself, you're right. So stop making excuses and just, like, be more positive and say, just hold yourself accountable more. Definitely. Okay, so the next the next thing, preparation.
0: Hey, is... you just went.
2: Hey, you just went.
1: Come hogger. on, girl. You're, you're hogging, hogging the all this Go in order. I
2: find it on the page for you. Don't <laughs> skip
1: lifting. I got it. But we don't have to really read this one because we kind of cover it. But anyway, you, you're you're going to receive your training pack, and hopefully, it should include several lifts, and don't skip these. You may think you can hide from the weights, but they will hit you hard if you try and avoid them, and create an easy way to be singled out by your strength and conditioning coach. So just lift, guys.
0: <laughs> just lift. The to
1: get
0: stronger and healthier, guys. And actually, to- you guys, and
1: this this brings up a point. A lot of girls, even throughout, not even freshman year, throughout college didn't want to lift because they didn't want to get bulky. And I feel like time has changed, and even social media, you're seeing more people who you know, show how lifting does not make you bulky. So mm-hmm. don't feel that way. You're going to have soccer legs no matter what you do. At least they make them, make them strong.
0: Yes. Yeah,
2: you need the muscles to be fast and to jump higher and like kick harder. There's so many reasons why we need to weight lift, and people just always associate it with being – Heavier, too. Like, yep. it's crazy. Yes. You gotta and, change that perspective. And,
0: guys, you will get injured less. Yeah. I don't know how many ways to spell it. I'm gonna tattoo it on my forehead. But, <laughs> right? so, oh my God, it is so important. You, like, if your body is sound and strong all the way through, you will be less likely to have these damn injuries that are just gonna keep you from the thing that you love, which is playing. Mm
2: hmm. It's such a great point. Uh, the next one, is it me or is it Alana? I keep uh, losing
0: track. That's all right. Uh, it's me. All right, so this is a preparation don'ts for if you're going into college preseason. And it says, don't bother overpacking. Chances are you will stop caring about dressing up by day three, or at least you'll realize you just don't have the energy to keep that up all preseason. Just own it, rock those t shirts and sweats and shorts throw your hair up, be a sweaty mess, and embrace it. And I feel like this is also something I learned after my first preseason. Because right when you go to <laughs> yeah. when you go to school, you you go and you basically stay in the dorm for the month or however long your team is allowed to have preseason for it. I remember I brought everything that I was going to bring with me to college. And I was oh, like, Oh,
1: my God, two moves. I,
0: I, <laughs> and you said, oh, too. God. And you, you lug it all the way to the dorm you're going to be in for preseason. Then you have to pack it all back up and lug it all the way to the dorm that's going to be your actual dorm. Oh, did God. you
2: bring your uh, plastic drawers like I did? Because <laughs> I brought everything, and like it was like I set up there for three years. <laughs> yeah, but you
1: did bring good snacks, Carly. So at least you had your I like did. your snacks.
2: Shout out to um, Costco. And shout out to
1: you, yeah. Shout out to those fruit snacks. <laughs> oh, yes. fruit
2: snacks are the best. <laughs>
1: so good. That's how we became friends. I think fruit snacks. Really? You yeah. came for
2: my fruit snacks? Uh, oh, no. Not my pretzels? No. Not my pretzels.
1: Not your pr- it's because I liked you. Not your pretzels or your fruit snacks.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Wait, and then, Love guys, it. don't you guys feel like in the beginning you were, like, showering after the first session and then, like, putting on clothes, but then changing for soccer, and then by week one, as soon as week one was over, you were just, like, Lying one shower bed. the whole day and staying in the same <laughs> <Yeah>. outfit?
2: Absolutely. <laughs> All of our sheets were probably disgusting because, like, I I would just lay there just drenched in sweat after practice and lay there until I dried off, and then I would go in the shower. And there was no AC.
0: Like, that's not a thing at colleges anymore. All these damn kids have air conditioning. They don't know what it's like. They don't know what it's like. The middle of August in a dorm.
1: (laughs) I will say, though, yeah, like, you kind of, I feel like sometimes you're so excited you don't get your rests in as much. So, like, you're showering, you're hanging out with everyone at lunch. And then, like, I feel like you realize, like, okay, I got to go lay in my bed and, like, get my feet up, you know?
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah.
1: The rest becomes more important. (laughs) The Netflix becomes more important.
2: (laughs) 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 All right, Lady Ballers. So there you have it. Those are our quick little preparation do's and don'ts for preseason and tryouts. And we hope that that was helpful. I know sometimes it's kind of like, yeah, I know this, but I think there no, you don't. need to be. <laughs> there, there are tips that need to be reiterated because I don't know. It's advice that I always heard, but I never really took more, you know, seriously in my experience. So hope that was helpful.
0: Yeah, and we'll yeah. tap into more about like the training and how to stay sane during preseason and everything too. But this is just for right now while you're grinding and trying to prepare for. Your upcoming season and maybe freaking out about what to do or what not to do. We hope this helped a little bit. Get some weights in your hands and have some. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Good luck, lady ballers. It's gonna be hard.
2: (laughs) 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 Get ready to sweat your face off. Yeah.
0: Has anyone ever told you that their preseason isn't? And I quote, put this in direct quotes, isn't that bad? Because I have heard like me with rage.
1: I think of other sports, but I'm not going to lie. I don't think anyone with soccer has ever said that. Soccer
0: says that. All right, good. I don't ever want to hear it. Yeah. I never want to hear that after what we've
1: been through. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies, enjoy your weekend and we will see you next Friday. Bye.
2: Bye. Bye.